Welcome to Brain Crash. I'm your host, Michael. And today, we're going to talk about soccer. Or mostly, like, for the real people like us, football. We don't call it soccer. And I have two special guests today. Two of my very good best friends. So the first one, I've known this boy since we were young, very young. And I think I was 12 or 11 years old. I think when we started hanging out. Anyways, it's been a while. His name is David Da Silva. What's up, bro? What's up, man? Good to be here. How you doing? I'm doing all right. Okay, good. <laughs> oh, it's my Saturday. Dude, I'm already half in the bag. I'm ready to go for this podcast. I've been uh, just chilling, trying to make the most of my pandemic vacation. Fuck. Hey, I feel you. And my second guess, funny, is work-related. We've known each other for almost six years. And I've been driving that guy from home to work for five years straight. <laughs> and that's how the friendship started. Thanks again. Thanks again. So it's Justin Paveo. What's up, bro? Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for the invite. Uh, we already talk about football a lot, a lot. So hey, let's talk. Let's talk more about it. So yeah, we're gonna start talking about the Champions League. So, what do you guys think? Barcelona lost to Paris. Hey, we of course. They're such a mess right now. Pretty sad for our friend uh, Messi, but uh, yeah, you but... know, hey, go ahead. P- PSG right now they're dominating the League One. I'm pretty sure they're gonna be on the top list final. I don't want to be spectacling or anything, but I'm pretty sure they're gonna be up there. They're, I'm not scared with them. Like Barcelona right now is. I'm not betting on them for anything. They're really on a big mess, even if they have some potential with the big players that 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 loss was a big big uh you you realize that that team is a big mess i have a question for you guys what's, what's worse messi barca losing to psg or cr7 losing to porto oh my <laughs> god no no that's that, uh, cr7 got beat by porto that that's even that's worse. yeah but i i watched that game and he was trying hard and being a leader and was pissed off with the team. They lost like serious? two goals. Uh, the, dude, both goals were in like the first two minutes of each half. Like the team's the team was asleep, you know, and it was like Chiellini in the back, Delict in the back, like such a good defense, and they were all asleep in port. Probably all drunk or something. I don't know. So, <laughs> so for me, it's like CR7 is the best because he goes to Juve. It's still amazing. He's what, four years older than Messi? Three years older than Messi? His, the team is not older? a disaster. He's 36. I think Messi's 32. Yes, Messi's younger. Yeah, Pep is in Porto you know now. I mean? He's a captain? Yeah. Pep played well, man. He wasn't like trying to kill anyone. So, of course, he's a good player. <laughs> he's not young anymore. Um, are you she just? Uh, I don't know if I'm happy for for Porto or or sad because, like you say, like like now I feel sad for a CR7. Like you said, he was trying. I didn't see the match, but 
fuck, now he, he wants the Champions League. Fuck. Yeah, but Ronaldo can get lucky up his ass in the second game. Yeah. He can just Next go r- robot mode and be like, I'm going to kill all you motherfuckers right now. I don't think he can go straight up Jordan anymore like when he was at Real Madrid. I, I think they still have a chance, you know. It wasn't like Porto played better than Juve. It was that Juve kind of played like shit and made mistakes. So as long as they switch it back on, and I think they play in uh, in Italy. Yes, the next, the next game. game is in Juventus Stadium. So. so I think they're good. But like PSG, they played away in 1-3-1. So, you know, I doubt I just, it. And like with Kuman as the coaches, the problem is time. their front three, you know, Griezmann, Messi, Dembele, that's it, shouldn't be scoring more goals than yeah, just but they're all out of position. One Messi should but be like, CF or cherry pick, yeah, but like, uh, <laughs> how do I explain this? Like, Griezmann with Atleti was a number 10 behind a big striker like Costa. Messi is the left winger. And then and he's playing up front. A, is a winger. So either Messi becomes the number 10 and you put Griezmann on the bench or like just move the right pieces around. And then they got rid of Suarez, which was the stupidest thing. And funny Ever. thing, funny thing is, Suarez is still top scorer in La Liga. Wow! Even though he moved from Barcelona, he's still the top scorer. So I don't know why they got rid of him. Wow. I know he's old, but so, yeah, still. he's old too. Wow! But he's still the top scorer. I hate that guy. <laughs> yeah, guy's in shape, but now he's got like uh, who's the Portuguese kid that does all Jean the running? Jean Felix. Exactly. So he's gonna cherry pick, <laughs> pick his moments. And João Felix is going to do all the running, so he has space. <laughs> yeah, but he's smart. True. He's old. He's smart. That's what Ronaldo should do. Ronaldo, Ronaldo always tried to do everything, but he's getting old, man. He doesn't have the stamina that he used to have the, before. The thing is, it's like I heard the, on uh, the ESPN podcast, I think. They're saying, like, you know, Ronaldo goes on the field. He knows what kind of game he's going to have. He knows if, if he's going to be a poacher, if he's going to be dangling people, if he's going to play, like, number 10, if he's going to play up front. He knows, but the coach has to put out a team. But if Ronaldo decides, hey, this isn't working, how is the team supposed to adjust? I think that's a tricky part of the situation with Juve. But I also think that Juve put too much faith in Ronaldo, even though they have a pretty good team. They don't have a good midfield. Rapiot is he's good, but he's old. Chiellini's good, but again, he's old. The lit still young. Alexandro, I think he's in his prime right now. And Danilo, Danilo's still fucking good. Yeah, but like, Dude, did they get rid of John Cancelo? Yeah, so they switched Danilo for Cancelo. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. And now you see like John Cancelo is like goes up and plays like a number ten for Man City, like. Pep Guardiola, guy's a genius. So what do you think, Justin? Uh, Juventus, I think, 
I don't think they're going to be seeing uh, nothing. I'm looking at them. They're sixth place in their uh, Serie Serie A. I don't think uh, I don't think they're going to be doing anything. Maybe going to win next year Euro Europa League, but if they they need another another maybe not another striker, something to help the big CR7, something like you like you say uh, cherry cherry picker a little bit more. A young guy to make the run like Jean Felix. Well, they're gonna have to sell somebody to make money. So, no. so what if they sell uh, CR7? So, Would they sell do Ronaldo that? to the MLS? No, my, I think my he's still he's too good, man. Yeah. He's too good to be sent to the MLS still. Ah, yeah, yeah, that's true too. Yeah, but he's gonna make so much money. Hey, look at Zlatan. He was like, too good for the league. Even Wayne Rooney was too good for that league. And he was old when he went there. Like he's like they said, they're having fun. Oh yeah, it, American football or soccer is not the same thing as European. European football is way stronger than soccer. Yeah. The thing I've heard though is like in the states, the the travel is really hard because it's oh everybody's far I've away. Heard stories that like they're and they're everyone's far away. Sometimes they're not taking a plane; they have to drive in the bus. Oh, that you know, makes it's, sense. Eh? It's hard. You're thinking about like you know you're you're running all the time, sitting on a bus for like three hours. Like, dude, that that yeah, sucks. And, and basically, that sucks for recoveries in Europe. Everything's so close. Yeah. So so like MLS is easy, but it's still hard in a way. So it's tricky uh, for it's, players. Yeah. So uh, Liverpool, they won two nothing against Leipzig, the Germans, the the newest team of Germans with young guys. This is a toss up for me, I think. Still, because uh, Liverpool lost to Everton today. True, so, two nothing, eh? Uh-huh. Like And Liverpool, uh, I think is it's just I think it confidence. was James Rodriguez also that he scored the two goals, right? Wow, congratulations to him. Is it really? I, I don't know. Okay. No, it was uh, Richarlison. Okay. Uh, one in the first three minutes. Yeah, three I saw minutes. that. I saw that. And Sigerson got a penalty, scored a penalty. But still, Everton's like a legit team with a legit owner and coach. So, you know, Liverpool, I don't know. They should have it together, man. But... They have a way two away goals, so right now they are in business. Even though they can lose one nothing at home, they have two away goals. That helps. I know, a lot. but like last week, last week Jurgen Klopp was like crying because you know <laughs> they knew they weren't going to win the, the league. You know, so for me, it's like if they show up and they have really bad confidence, like Barca, they had what three goals over Liverpool, and Liverpool beat them. It's all about confidence, yeah. man. So Leipzig, I know it's two away goals, but there's still a chance. I really want to watch that game. I'm excited for that. Uh, me, you know, I'm like I'm a big Liverpool fan. Oh, I know, <laughs> but uh, right now we're uh, we're a big, big mess with uh, Van Dijk. Uh, that's not there. That hurts a lot. The defense is like really getting crushed every, every, every game. Like like he said, Leipzig. I'm still scared to that to that team. I'm really really scared. I'm not saying, like I'm, in my head, we're not. We're, Premier League is like, forget about it. So Everton, we yeah, we lost to them. Congratulations to them. 
now we should only focus on champion leagues and maybe maybe get a position for europa league next year but right now i'm like come on guys please just champions league all the way forget about the, the premier league forget forget about everything yes we, we have some van Dijk that is not playing but come on let's go let's win the champions league let's go not the, i'm not sleeping on of course by yarn so we're gonna face the big guys coming up even if we but still i'm not sleeping on uh, liverpool they're my guys and i'm pretty sure they're gonna get up there like because of they're losing everything in the premier league i'm just like oh they need to win something and it's gonna be the champions league that's for me bro what do you think about tiago and the liverpool team and how he's fit in oh i love him i love him i don't know i don't know if if he fits I don't think he fits the style. Like I've seen yeah, so right. many different players and he's like so good, but I haven't seen it really click. Like, I think he's like, would be the best super sub ever because the only time Liverpool struggles is normally with teams that are being super defensive, right? Like if Sané and uh, Mane and Salah uh-huh. can score, you throw on a guy like Thiago who can pick an awesome pass and has time to pass the ball. That's when he's really good. But Liverpool don't play like that. No. Liverpool don't pick their pass. They're just like heavy metal football. They just run. They outrun the other team and just kill them. But they it, they've slowed down this season. It's kind of weird. Like they lost four out of their last five. Our goalkeepers, um, I don't know what I should like. Becker, I'm still thinking we should freaking put Adrian. That, that guy was so good. He played like a couple of match. But hey, man, Becker is having a hard time. Man. There's a couple of goals. I'm like, holy crap. Even uh, he he did a like couple of good saves. But man, he should be not doing a better job. Like so he got a lot of experience. I understand he doesn't have Van Dijk in, in front of him. But come on, Becker. Come on. I need We need you right now. Come yeah, but Allison is better. I don't know why they're putting Becker. Uh, Adrian. Allison and Becker, same guy, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Allison Hart, Becker. Adrian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's hard. Like, I don't know why goalies always say it's like, oh, it's such a mind game. I know it's a hard position and you're by yourself, but like, you have Just more imagine. time to think about what you're doing than anybody else on the field. Yeah, but still, just think about the stress of. Yeah. You have to save that ball or else your team could lose. Kiss stress. He's made so much money. He doesn't even have to stress <laughs> anymore. Just do your job, man. Yo. Oh, like, come on. What do you mean stress? That's like why. flying yeah, a plane. That's, that's stress. You know what I mean? Yeah. But so like, you know, Mike, you know, I play music and oh, yeah. I study music. When I, when I talk to pros, it's like, if you make a mistake once a week, you know, you're going to lose your job. Like when your contract comes up, it's like, you know what? We can't trust you. And that's just yeah. music. So you're professional, you're training every day. You have all of these services for you. And then it becomes a mental game. It's like, dude, just, I don't understand how goalies have such a hard time. Like Loris, I've been watching Spurs a lot. Me too. I'm turning into a Spurs fan just because Mourinho's there. <laughs> and Loris, nice. same thing. Loris is making weird mistakes, not being aggressive enough. It's like, dude, 
with France, he's so Oliver good. Though. Yeah. Yeah, except that time he let the goal through against Portugal in the final. So thank you very much. <laughs> that's, that's a miracle. That's a good thing. My favorite goalie, my favorite goalie was Oliver Kahn. And he would just scream at his goal, at his defenders <laughs> all the time. Like no, he always put me. himself, yeah, in the best position. And he wasn't even the best goalie at the time. Like Buffon was at the peak, and these other guys were at the top. And he just made sure he was in the right spot and made sure his defense was in the right spot. So, like, I feel like goalies are soft now. They're too pampered. Well, you know, when you have millions and, of dollars. End of rent. Yeah. I don't know. I find that weird. Goalies, stop making mistakes. I feel like Rob, uh, Roy Keane. I don't understand the mistakes these people make. So, now... Dortmund, 3-2. Against Sevilla. I was surprised. I thought Dortmund would control more of the game. Uh, the Germans are very, very strong. That's why Leipzig, Dortmund, Bayern, I'm, these guys, they're, they're so strong. I'm not sleeping on them. But I didn't know they, uh, like you said, 3-2. That's a good match for Sevilla. Good job to Sevilla. I know they're not really top level. I know Sevilla's like Dortmund, garbage. So I was surprised. Yeah. And how you say Halan? That guy, he's gonna have a future. If he still plays good like that, he's gonna be sold to Bayern Munich, like all basically good Dortmund <laughs> players. He needs to go to whatever team Mbappe goes to, and then that's it. For soccer. Oh, that's the they're blonde gonna, guy, yeah. Yeah, the big... Yeah, they're just gonna own everybody. He's not even German. If those two guys play on the same team... Oh. Yeah, he's Danish. He looks German. Those two guys no. get on the same team, man. No, he's good. That's what I'm saying. Like, Juve, right? Juve, they need a real striker. Like, Morata Ronaldo's okay. The Bala hasn't been playing. I would go all in for Holland and Mbappe. And just get rid of everybody else. Like Dybala out, Ronaldo out, Morata on the bench. <laughs> like because those two guys are like proven awesome players. Old is Morata. Yeah, but I feel that Mbappe is too overrated. What you know man did you, put him did in. you hear what he told Poch? Did you did you hear that? No. Story. So he, he told Poch, hey, how many times did you beat Barca in your career? Uh, only once with Espanol. He's like, we're going we're gonna to go to Barcelona and beat them. And at the end of the game, Mbappe went back to Poch and said, I told you so. <laughs> this kid's got balls. Uh, I think he's like, going to be the top scorer of the Champions League. Yeah, but put him in the BPL. I think that would be a whole different story. Yeah. He's playing in... Yeah. In the French league, which is basically PSG owned because they have <laughs> oil money, they can buy whatever the hell they want. So right now you're in the top team of that league. You don't have. Yeah, why of... is it that he's never hurt? And Neymar, who's supposed to be better than him, is always hurt. Neymar just isn't the, the leader. Money, man. Yeah, Neymar. Yeah, he's he's overrated. He's, Neymar's done. Like he wasn't. The prodigy that everybody said, the next Brazilian he, Ronaldo. Come on, no. 
No, he it like dude, Bale, Neymar, Hazard, they did amazing things. The thing is, Ronaldo and Messi are so much better that what used to be superstar <laughs> is now like nothing because these guys are over 30 just doing whatever they want, killing it. Yeah, so, that's, that's you're crazy. right. You're right. Because even like uh, new players like João Felix that are so good, they're not at that level. They're not there. They're, they're so they're doing a lot of points every game, but Messi and Ronaldo, they got a little something, man. I guess is um, they're old and they're still doing it. I don't know. I'm wondering when when is this their last year? Yeah, but I think we won't see another Messi or Ronaldo because nowadays they're just thinking about the money. You know, Ren- Messi, he was born with it. He's gifted. He's, he's God. But Ronaldo worked his ass off to be where he is right now. And I don't think nowadays players want to work that hard. When they, you know, talk about Juan Felix, that guy just got bought by $120 million. Wow. How old is he? Like 19? And he's 19. He got bought <laughs> when he's 18? Like, come on, oh bro. God. You really think that at that age, I'm going to train my ass off to be good. Hell no, man. I'm a fucking millionaire. I don't give no, a shit. More. He's always twi- playing Twitch on FIFA. <laughs> yeah. But just compare him to like Pogba. Pogba was older than him, killing it at Juve, goes to Man U, and, and lays a giant shit for what, six <laughs> years? You know? Because he was the most highest paid player and he did nothing. For two and, times, you know, he started well, his career know, in in Manchester before got bought know, by Juve. I know oh, Van Gaal yeah. is a yeah. little weird. Mourinho might be hard to work with, but like, come on, you got an eighteen year old kid. That's the example. Eighteen year old kid gets sold from his boyhood club for a hundred whatever million euros, and he had a shit first season, and he's still in the first team, and he's still killing it. That's just character, it's just attitude. Yeah, he's a little princess. Dude, look at Bernardo Silva. It's the same thing. I think it's a Portuguese thing, you know? Like, attitude. The littlest guy is now a man city just owning it. Yeah, he's... I think he's better than De Bruyne. Of course. Oh, yeah. That's for sure. Kevin De Bruyne is very good, but not that. I think he's different. I like De Bruyne that can't run the same as Bernardo Silva. Bernardo Silva to me is like Jose Mourinho on steroids. <laughs> like, right? Even Mourinho, he's still playing or M- Montin. Yeah, no, not Mourinho. Montinho. That's like no, Mourinho. Montin, yeah. Oh, yeah, not the coach. <laughs> yeah, no, Montin. Like, he still just runs all over the field. And Bernardo Mont- Silva is that plus the skill. But Montinho is more skill well think ahead he's always smart that's the thing he's always been like that for portugal he's always been the engine for portugal so and i think him he makes me think of simon or petite the way he thinks because petite was a good playmaker and also simon Yeah, Simão is. I don't. I don't think we're ever gonna see a player like that. He was my favorite player. Nah, man. He, you remember him, Justin, or no? Simone? No, Simão Sabrosa. Nope. No, well, that was way back, like in 04. 
those days. He was a good ass player from Bafika too. Oh wow. Um he played with our boy Figo. Oh yeah. Well in in the national league, not in yeah, club. Yeah. No, 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 not in Figo started as sporting. <laughs> so now Atletico versus Chelsea. The games, the first game didn't uh, played yet. It's still on the Tuesday. Who do you think is going to win? Go ahead, Dave. Oh, I, I think Atleti. Yeah, that's a good because one. Because I think Chelsea is going to have a bit of an issue dealing. You know, they, they tied today against Southampton. They might get lucky. I, I think sometimes when you play two good teams, it's a more open match. There are more chances. But I think at, Atleti is just going to be a little bit more prepared than Chelsea are. I think I'm going to go for Chelsea on this side. Man, Chelsea is just impressing me every, more and more. I know like they wasted too much money, like way too much money, but I feel like every year they're just building and building and building. And now I'm not before Chelsea. I I always always see as a like ten place team. Now, man, I'm they're for sure gonna be always in the Champions League in the next three years, a hundred percent. So, are they gonna beat? Are they gonna be in the final? I don't think so. But I think they're gonna beat Atlantico. I think so. Who's that guy? Rashford. Too good, man. He doesn't play for Chelsea. He plays for Man U. Oh. Isn't it? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Who's that guy that's so good then with uh, Chelsea? No. Uh, no, think- but still Chelsea there's uh, there's something uh, they're the yeah, they're, they're they're doing so good in the Premier League. I think it's going to be a draw. <laughs> because we have all three now. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Win, lose, draw. Is it's still two young teams? Chelsea is now because of their bands. They used to have the transfer bands. They keep using their uh, youth players. Yeah. So I think I think it's gonna be a tough game. It's not. It's not gonna be easy for Chelsea or Atletico. Like Next. I watched the game today. Yeah. Just before we move on, and like the thing is, like they have, it's like they got the new coach. They started winning a couple games, and now teams are starting to like figure it out a bit. They haven't gelled yet, so like, man, maybe by next week in preparation for this game, it's gonna gel. But this game I was watching, like it just couldn't click. Like Werner has not been able to hit the back of the net, so that's my vote for Atleti. Did they get, who's the coach now at Chelsea? Tuchel. That was like huh. last month, eh? Yeah. Yeah. So next one is Lazio and Bayern Munich. I say Bayern all the way, man. Like, come on. It, yeah, no it's, contest. It's the yeah. beast of Germany. Champions League favorite. Uh, and Unless Bayern. they all catch COVID. Oh! <laughs> 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 Somebody go into the training ground with a cough and see what happens. (laughs) (laughs) On everyone. 
Thierry, no, not Thierry. Who's the other old Frenchman in Bayern? Uh, I think he retired. What's his name? Uh, oh, uh, Ribery. Yeah, Ribery is going to bring like a hooker. <laughs> <laughs> this guy. I'm happy for our Canadian player, though, that plays at Bayern. Uh, Davies. Oh, he's, he's going to be something. I hope so. I hope so he doesn't. Fast. I hope he doesn't become a fucking Sanchez. I'm not Sanchez, you know. Go no, there and no, become no. shit. I feel bad for Sanchez, man, because I think, like, sometimes it's hard when you don't know what your position is. It's really hard. Yeah, but he's a it's like, it's, like Yeah, but it's like Andre Gomes, right? Andre Gomes and Sanchez were playing together. Yeah. In a two-man midf- midfield, killing it in Portugal. But then when you move to Europe. The teams are so good that you can't even have a team with a two-man midfield. So then you have to figure out, are you a box-to-box? Are you a pivot? Are you like a number 10? Like, what's your style? I remember watching Sanchez with Swansea. Man, he was so much better than everybody else. He'd pass the ball to where the player should be running, and the player oh. wouldn't do the run, and the ball would go out. And I was like, no, the kid's good. He's at Lille now, and he's doing really well, so... Yeah, they're doing really good at France. But um, our friend uh, Robert Lewandowski, um, this guy's too good. He's too good. I think if he continues and play with Bayern at that tempo, he's going to catch up to our friend CR7 and Leo. He won the, the player of the year. He's probably going to win Champions League two times in a row. Like, He's getting like should have had a Ballon d'Or last year. True. I don't think he'll ever get goat level, but like he is closer and closer. Period. Like there's no competition any for that for that position. Because before it was like Suarez, Benzema, Lewandowski. But now Lewandowski is like on another level. Like those guys can't touch him. Next is uh, oh Atalanta and Real Madrid. Oh, this is our one. I'm gonna go Real. Now you're gonna go the easy route. <laughs> yeah. Uh, last year they choked so many games. I think this year is gonna be a little bit better. Uh, Ramos. Is, I, I'm still like I don't I don't personally don't like him, but he they have a good forward because of that. Sergio Ramos is having a good time over there. No no no, Karim Benzema, Aiden Hazard, Madrid Madrid is there. No, I'm they're gonna win. Atlanta is. They're, yeah, they're seventh right now on Syria, so you kind of have to say Real. Like if you're gonna bet. Real is the best option, but I feel like Real has made more mistakes in the Champions League than Atlanta. Atlanta, like last year, they went on a crazy run and they're still doing super well for being relatively small in Italy. So this is a tricky one. This could be like Juve Porto, where if they get lucky, they might slay the giant. (laughs) I think... Real Madrid, 
they didn't they don't know what they're doing since Ronaldo left for the Champions League right now because in the Liga they're second so they're doing good in La Liga yeah but in Champions League it was always always about Ronaldo and they, they don't have that like player that. right now yeah no Casemiro's good but he's not Ronaldo good So the last match will be Mutin Gladbach versus Man City. Man City, easy. Oh, yeah, big too. time, man! Like, would you Gladbach to say. save their money and not even go? Like, <laughs> I don't even know how that team is there, not even Benfica, man. It's like disappointing. And they got lucky. They got. That's the thing. You uh, like they say in Portuguese, the ball is round. The ball is redonda. Like, you gotta show up and play. Because if you don't, you know, Porto scores two goals in the first minute of each half, Juve is down. It can happen. Is it likely? I don't think so. If Man City loses, Pep is going to murder somebody. Like, <laughs> oh, Man City, uh, I think they're at least going to go to the final versus Bayern. I'm calling, I'm saying right now, pretty sure it's, that's going to be the final Man City Bayern. I say, well, I think PSG is going to win this Champions League. Oh, see that I don't know if I can agree with yet. Like Mbappe is the the reason I'm like, oh, maybe, yeah, I see it, but but Bayern and Man City, I think that's the final. Like they're in such good form. Okay, semi-final, I think, is Liverpool, PSG, Bayern, and uh, Man City. I don't know if that's how the table works, but that's those are the four teams I think are going to be at the, at the end. Hey, we, we can maybe uh, see Neymar uh, do something for once. and uh... Yeah, sit in a wheelchair. <laughs> get some free goals. <laughs> get some penalty shots. So in the Europa League, Benfica, you know, started okay. You know, draw with Arsenal in Rome. They played in Rome, so they don't play at home, man. The next game, I think they're gonna still play in in Rome. I'm not, uh, I'm not sure though. Yeah, they're still playing in Rome. So you think Mifiki can win or no? Man, they tied. They did okay. But uh, if Benfica goes through, it's because Arsenal were good enough. Because Arsenal should be beating them. And like Benfica is not doing great in their league either. Fuck no, Benfica, I think it's fourth. Um, I like he said, Arsenal for some reason they love Europa League, <laughs> they always play good in that league. That's the only league they're good at. Well, so, they always we, finish top four, so that's why always. Oh, maybe Le- Leicester City, but uh, Benfica, I'm I don't think so. I don't think so. They're gonna make it. I'm sorry to say, I'm a big Benfica fan, but I don't see that. I don't see it. 
even Lil, even Lil, I'm like more uh, betting on that. They're 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 having a good year, Lil. Yeah, they they were two one, but that's close. That's better than. Uh... I say, I I think the final is gonna be Man U versus Tottenham. Yeah, Tottenham. Yeah. Right? Who were they? Who were they playing? Oh, yeah, they beat the Wolfsburg. Yeah. That and like man, you beat Real Sociedad for nothing. I think that's gonna be an easy job. Our friend, yeah, it, son it's easy now. Harry Kane's know, just having true. a good game, a good year, too. For me, it all depends on the draw, right? Like, Spurs got super lucky to have a kind of middle tier team in the draw, you know. So, but like, yeah. I'm looking at the 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 teams that, that are playing and next round is going to get hard. Man. Like as we go through them, I think it's going to be, it's going to show. Yeah. But there's still the, there's a second leg of the round is of 32. That's one thing I don't like in Europa league. They make two rounds of 32 yeah. should just be one round and then two rounds of 16s. So many games. Well, a lot of player, a lot of chance for the garbage about the money. Yeah, like do a group level. Yeah, it's you're, they show more games. Teams make more money, especially lower teams, right? Yeah. Like, you know, the bottom half of the top in the yeah, the the non elites. <laughs> <laughs> But there's still, there's still pretty good teams, you know. There's a Ajax. There's Napoli. Napoli was good. Uh, Villar, like you said, Villarreal. Yeah, Roma, Milan. Dinamigos de Agreb. Remember when Ronaldinho Beckham was in Milan? Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. That was a good oh, was a I good saw a picture. It was, it was those guys. It was uh, Ronaldinho, Kaká, Maldini, Pirlo, and Beckham. Like, they took everybody else out of the picture, and they're like, remember when that was it? <laughs> oh, <laughs> that's like, not... Yo, bro, <laughs> Milan, they were the thing back in the days. I don't know what, what happened to fucking Milan. That's Ooh, it. Was like, I was a Calaccio, whatever that uh, scandal was. That's what killed the Italian football. Yeah, that's why they're kind of shit. And now they got Bob at China. Let's see, let's hope that Chinese money can help them. Leicester City, they're you know, they still won the BPL. That's pretty hard. But I think they could. They're good, man. Yeah. They're no joke. They got a good coach. They got a good team. You know, but they tied. I think they tied the game. Right? The zero zero is what I see. Yeah. Uh, you know, but they're playing a team that maybe they thought they would have to play super defensive. So, like, like we were saying before, you got to show up to play because if a team plays super defensive, it gets lucky. They move on. Even if you're the better team, so yeah, that's how Portugal won. <laughs> yeah, so what's the next game you want to talk about, Mike? I'm gonna talk about not the Euros 2020. Well, uh, yeah. 2021. <laughs> so, so, in Group A, it's gonna be Italy, Switzerland, Turkey, and Wales. I think. Italy first and Wales second. Same. Wales are pretty good. 
even maybe like Wells first, Italy second. I don't know. I think it's going to be a competition for second place. I think Italy is in a really good spot with their team. But like Switzerland and Turkey, they always show up and they always do a pretty good job. So if Wales is not like if Bale doesn't show up for yeah. Wales, it's a three horse race for a second spot. Do you know that if Euro is doing the same thing where the best third place team moves on? I don't know. I didn't see that. So because that's how Portugal won the Euro. So <laughs> I know that's a fucking <laughs> Cinderella story. <laughs> we technically shouldn't be there because of that rule. Made us lucky as fuck. So in Group B, it's Belgium, Denmark, Finland, and Russia. Belgium all the way first. Kevin De Bruyne. Lukaku. <laughs> Man. Origi, Dembele, Eden Hazard. Belgium, they're in their gold years right now. So. Yeah, I know. Last year, uh, last year or two. I think Russia might be second place. Like, they did really good the last competitions. Oh, my God, yeah. Like, it's so weird. I don't know any Russian players. I just know that they've done really well for some reason. Denmark, Finland, eh, don't know much about those teams. But. Well, isn't it the Dane? Yeah, it's the well, it's like Michael is the goalkeeper of Holland. That's it. They got one or two stars. Like Russia seems to be like not huge stars, but everybody is a little bit better overall. Yeah, Russian. I think Russia will be second too. What do you think, uh, Justin? Uh, I think uh, I heard um, I was uh, watching some videos and uh, I saw last World Cup at uh, Russia. Um, they fall in love back with the football. I heard like over there now, everybody's like cheering for football before it was not a big, big sport. And since the World Cup now, football is being a huge, huge thing. So I think and I, I, I don't remember the, the captain's name, but he's so good. And no, I think Russia is going to be a top contender this year. Don't sleep on Russia. Before, I would never say that Russia didn't. But now, they're getting better on fo- at football. And never sleep on Russia. They'll invade your country. <laughs> <laughs> Stalin Just, is coming. I see in the next group that it, the Ukraine is in the next group. So I was like, yeah, <laughs> never sleep on Russia. Yeah. So yeah, so group C is Austria. Ah, you remember Dave? Austria. Uh, uh, <laughs> Netherlands, North Macedonia, and Ukraine. Well, I say Netherlands and Austria. Same I don't me. know. I, North Macedonia, like there's a South Macedonia. <laughs> I, I am good happy luck. for for them that to, to show up. <laughs> but I good think luck, it's yeah. the first time. It's like Canada showing up to the World Cup. <laughs> yeah, Thanks technically. Participating. Yeah, technically they they get in because we're hosting. So. Yeah, so I think nice. Netherlands should definitely be there, but. I haven't watched recently, but sometimes they have problems. Netherlands is kind of inconsistent. <laughs> Remember that but, game when uh, they played against Portugal? I think it was in 06. Yeah. That was a yeah, death was match, man. <laughs> yeah. If uh, Van Dijk's going to be there, and I don't know if you guys, uh, Depay is having a really, really good year at uh, Lyon. I think Netherlands are really yeah. top contending again. They're either going to be amazing or they're going to be, like, amateur. 
think they are, they're going to be really good. Yeah. Who's the coach? At, isn't it Coman? I think it's, I don't know, it's Van, Van Hal maybe? I don't know, I should look yeah. that up. Yeah, Coman is at Barca. So, oh, yeah, uh, true. Oh, let me click here. Those are the easy group. Let's go to the big group. Group F. No, group D. Don't miss letters. <laughs> I know, I know. Group D is... Uh, <laughs> Croatia, Czech Republic, or now since it's known Czechia, England and Scotland. Oh, I want to watch the English and the Scots. Oh, yeah, that, that's going to be a, a death match right there. <laughs> that's a death match right there. Croatia, based on what they've done, should go through. Yeah, yeah. I think this it's going to be Croatia and England second. This is like group of death, but like the step down. This is the, the scrap group. Because Czech Republic's no joke, and Scotland is going to, you know, play their ass off. Certainly against England, that's for sure. But like, who's in the Scottish team? Like, uh, is it Robertson... Oh, he's good. No, he's playing for England. No, I think he's Scottish, man. I, or no, I think he's oh. North Scottish, so it's he plays for England. And I'm gonna feel so bad because I have Scottish friends and Irish friends, and they get all pissed off. It's like calling a Portuguese person uh, Spanish. Spanish. <laughs> it's like, yo, you did. Don't do that. Yeah, I think he's North Scottish. No, 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 he's Scott. He's from Scotland. I just saw it. Yeah, he's a uh, Robert. Yeah, Robertson is a captain. I think. Yeah. Uh, there's some. There's some legit players. A relatively young team. Not not a huge amount of caps, but like they're all it's, playing. They're all playing almost league in, or Scottish league. So in Everton, everything is isn't Everton basically almost Scottish. Yeah, it's like Northern England. Yeah. Yeah, it's right. It's close to the border, but like, so I don't know about you guys. I find that when a team, when all the players are in the same countries or one or two countries, they seem to gel a lot faster. Yep. So I think that makes this tricky. England should do really well, but England has a horrible track record. So, but they should really do well. What do you think, Jetson? I feel like uh, England is uh, is choking. Like uh, last last year, old man, there ha- who who's in that team that I should be scared? Harry Kane. Yeah, Harry Kane, Grealish, Rashford. Oh yeah, Rashford. Okay, but you know, I feel like Harry England Maguire is... in defense. Now the you say is- Scotland uh, with Henderson, uh, Robertson. Yeah. I should, we should be scared about uh, Scotland now. It's like England, it's always, they have good players, but they never find a system. It's like Portugal. Portugal always did really well, but the system was never there. Right. Like, man, just ask Mike. I told Mike, if Portugal plays a 4-4-2, we win the Euro. They play a 4-4-2, we win the Euro. I was like, man. I hope they play a 4-4-2 in this one too. Yeah, you have to. I think they're gonna go four three three because now we have so many wingers that are so yeah. good. Yeah, but problem, uh, we, we don't have um, defense. Yeah, but we our have good midfielders. But we have like Pep is amazing in shape, 
Joseph Font is also, for some reason, getting better with age. Ruben Diaz is amazing. Now at Man City, like, poor. Yeah, we'll get to Portugal soon. Yeah. You don't like João Cancelo? Oh, yeah, go, go, go. Oh, yeah, he's good too, man. We'll get group, group E is Poland, Slovakia, Spain, and Sweden. Uh, I say Spain, Sweden. Oh, no. Actually, Spain, Poland. Yeah, I think those are the oh, yeah, Poland. best two options. Po- uh, wait, Poland has a great... Uh, Dude, they have uh, Lewandowski, yeah. the, the best striker. Uh, the Juve goalie. Uh, yeah. Chesney. They have Alaba. No, Alaba's Austria. Oh, yeah. I thought it was Polish. Spain, is, Spain, they always do good. Unfortunately. Yeah, I think it'll be Spain, Poland, Spain, Sweden. Yeah. So, yeah. Spain, Sweden, I'm going to go. Why Sweden? They don't, they don't have Zlatan anymore. Zlatan is the god. The god's gone. <laughs> okay, God will give his blessing. <laughs> the big nose. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> he's gonna be cheering, <laughs> coaching. So now the group of death. Yeah. France, Germany, Hungary, and Portugal. R.I.P. to Hungary. For Hungary. R.I.P. Man, Hungary almost beat Portugal in the last Euro. Man, they're, those guys are no joke. Man, they're no joke. They won. I well, look- back in the days, they won the Euro lots. Yeah, they're they're no oh, yeah? they're like yeah. Scotland. They're gonna work super hard. They want it if... like man, this this group. I really hope there's a third place team because like if let's say France goes out and some other country goes in, that it's like obvious that France is a better team. It's the luck of the draw. I don't find that super fair. I don't find groups the best way of doing things, but man, we gotta let's break this down. What well, do the, fir- the first game of Hungary is against Portugal. Okay, so Portugal should beat Hungary. I guess we're saying well, we're uh, or, they're going. They're going. Right. Who's your Iceland. first and second though? So France, you're saying France and Portugal? Germany is, is yeah. Germany, uh, Muller, I don't know. German, the German league is dominating. I feel like the German are going to be dominating as well. Muller. Uh, man, <sighs> I think it's all going to depend on who's fit. Because, and depth. Like, I don't know how deep the French team is. Portugal has depth now. Defense, oh, yeah. like center backs, not so much, but Portugal has the depth and Germany has the depth. Like Portugal could win this group even without Ronaldo, I think. Yeah, oh, big time. Big For time. Sure. We have the team now that we can do good. We don't need Ronaldo anymore. Yeah. Ronaldo now is just an extra cheerleader. <laughs> oh, First, he, he's going to do some goals that are going to be like really important. So he's going to be like, a superstar for Portugal, always, always in our heart. But like you say, João Felix, Jota, man, Bruno Fernandes, wow. Yeah. Bernardo Silva. Yeah. Ruben Neves, João Montenegro. Oh, like, my half, God. So half of the Wolves team. 
I know. Yeah, basically. Yeah, you know. the wolf. You know, Ruben Diaz, like, man, when he was at Befica, I was always like, I don't know about this guy. I don't know. And then they would play Jardel, like, man, guys, <laughs> shit. <laughs> and then he's at, like, Man City. I'm watching him play, and it looks like he's been playing, like, beside Chiellini for half of his life. He's so good. Obviously, for us, we can say Portugal's going to go through. Oh, yeah, we wouldn't yeah, be yeah. fans if we thought they weren't going to go through. Yeah. You know, it won't be easy. France? No, no. I think I France know. is more like if they get a bad result, like let's say France ties against Hungary and then they got to play whatever. They're going to play Germany first. Yeah, they're first. Game they lose, if France loses to Germany, finished. I say that they're game's going to be a tie. If Germany loses to France, Germany will still, I think, is more likely to make it because I think they have better esprit de corps, the toughness, you know, the The Germans are. They're strong. Yeah, they're, I think they're tough mentally. So, you know, I they think France know. is still like, I know France beat us in the Nations League of Nations or whatever. Yeah, they but, won the, uh, the next, well, the last League of Nations. But like Which Portugal didn't even I don't even think Portugal played their best nope, they didn't. team. And they and like Portugal was really Portugal should have won that game based on the chances they had. They just didn't take them. So it was kind of like we won the first one, uh, we let somebody else win the second one. I'm still thinking, I'm still debating France or Germany for second place. France is they're still young, Germany they're just dominating. And France lost two wars to Germany. Just go with Germany. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. They always pull up the white flag. No, I, I really think it's going to depend on fitness. But like like Mike said, it's such a dead group, man. It's kind of sad for uh, for Hungary, but I'm like... I, I, and another thing, it's kind of sad for just like the the World Cup or the in general, because... Um, Sorry, the, the Euro in general, because um, I feel like those matches are so important and they're at the beginning of the, the group. I'm like, oh, it would be so nice to see that at the quarterfinals. But now we're seeing it at the at the group group stage. Yeah, it sucks because those would be the interesting games. Yeah. But like, see, they're going to yeah. be fighting for it. So they're still going to be really interesting just early in the fight. See, I almost feel like they should do like the the junior hockey where they do like the round robin kind of thing where you have bigger groups and then you see where they're at. Because like I'm looking at group C, Austria, Netherlands, North Macedonia, Ukraine. Yeah. You know, like. Yeah, I know. It's like it's. Man, it's a it's it's luck of the draw. Well, people can say Portugal won the, the last Euro because they got lucky. With the draw, they got lucky. That's what I think. You know, even though I'm a big Portuguese fan, I still think we just got lucky. Yeah, but I'm going to... Okay, I'm going to go straight conspiracy theory, okay? 1966. Yeah, I'm going to get my tinfoil hat on. 1966, (laughs) the English robbed us of a World Cup 100% because Portugal had to move stadiums at the last minute. 100%, it's a setup. Wow. Personally, that's why England England has never won nothing because of that. It's karma. Then, you said, okay, 2004, we should have won the Euro. We got Big robbed time. by a shit goal. Big time. That, 
like I, I still can't even find the camera angle where the where Ricardo gets fouled. He's fouled in the box, and the guy scores. Anyways, Eusebio dies. We win the Euro Cup. <laughs> okay, so like sometimes it's just meant to be. So, and being a Benfica fan, no wonder we never won a European competition since we got cursed. Oh yeah, that, that was, uh, just all of my conspiracy theories are happening right now. <laughs> yeah, but we still didn't win a World Cup. We need to win one, at least one. I I'm, I dream about it. Yeah, we got robbed out of the Uruguay game. Like, oh, that that, like, that was horrible. But like, are they gonna have VAR at the Euros or something like it? Yeah, I think so for sure. Now it's the thing. So we'll see. I'm still thinking, uh, is it going to be the last time we see our CR, our friend CR7 at the Euro? No, I, I think the next World Cup was going to be his last one. I think so. So is it yeah. his last Euro? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that will be his last Euro. But either way, even if he's lose for him, he doesn't care. He won one. Yeah, I know. You know, and Messi never won the Copa America, so... He's but, uh, really good at second place. <laughs> very, uh, very penalties. good. But I think in the World Cup, that will be interesting because I think this one's going to be his last one in Qatar. Weird thing is going to be here in winter time. That's going to be that's going to be weird watching yeah, the World Cup in the winter time. Yeah, FIFA is so messed up. Like, after oh, all corrupt. of the scandal, and they're like, yeah, we're still going to do it in Qatar. It's all good. We're all good. Like, all uh, about the money, man. You don't get a damn. If Qatar is using forced labor to build their stadium. Yeah, super cheap labor. It's, yeah, it's, it's not fair. Really, we shouldn't even watch the FIFA. I know. We should really, no, really care. Not, yeah, I know. Watch. That's what they're saying. Like to uh, support it, not to not watch it. It's yeah, like, but it's still hard because it's our passion. And it's so hard because the arena is gonna be so beautiful. And like I know poor oh, well, labor. It's, it's poor only labor. money. So but the, but the thing is, it's like that's the best chance for some of them to get work. Like it's twisted. Like, yeah, I know leaving other countries to go work for for nothing but it's more nothing than what they already have i know, I know it, it's like it's sad for us because we're used to getting good pays but for them it's like eh, it's, you know it's normal i have to and it's fun it's sad for the football fans because we just want to watch football we don't want to be part of like the old uh, politics of business football yeah, the fans are not responsible for the crap politics no, you know what? Like, we don't vote for the people who are in charge of FIFA. You know, we just want to watch the tournament. I'm happy the next one after that is going to be in uh, North America. Very happy about that. Man, I, I worry about Mexico. I'm like seriously freaked out about that. Why? Man, Mexico's like got a real problem with like cartels, man. Like. Yeah, but they're gonna invest. Joe Rogan, but <laughs> they're gonna invest in so much for their security. Yeah. So, well, I guess you know the, like the government's corrupt. Yeah. So the government's gonna be like, okay, don't kill anybody. <laughs> look, look yeah, at Brazil. All the white people leave. 
Yeah, but went, Brazil, you know what they did? Okay, so I used to have the Brazilian channel at my parents' place. So the year <laughs> before the, the World Cup, they took the military and they went through the favelas in Rio. Oh, yeah, it's true. Like, I was watching for like a month. Them was like watching a video game of combat, you know? Okay, they have this <laughs> part of the favela. Now they're going on the, this part of the favela. Yeah, like modern warfare. Okay, now we're on the oh, east yeah. side of the favela. Like, straight up war games so they cleaned it up because i was like this is gonna be weird but they man they went full tilt invasion favelas in sao paulo and rio and i heard a lot of stories about uh tourists getting robbed at uh, oh, yeah brazil no i'm pretty sure mexico is gonna have a problem not with the football maybe with the, the fans and maybe like uh fighting and things like that but i saw the arenas and mike was telling me the cities uh, before i think they're gonna have a, a couple of good interesting match i don't know who's gonna be playing there but i'm, I'm quite happy for mexico they, hey, they looked so happy yeah, like, to, uh, to have it but it's like uh you know like colombia like if colombia had a world cup in the 80s and oh. 90s that would would they have just killed everybody? No, because they love football. <laughs> Mexico they, had a World Cup in the 80s and nothing happened. Yeah, but in the 80s, they didn't have like... Still, come on. military groups. Wasn't there the best days for Mexico in the 80s? No, they weren't like economic powerhouse. It's not but... going to be like Canada. Like, you know, Canada, there's never going to be a problem here. Mexico, maybe there's going to be a couple Man, of problems. I, I wonder what's going to happen in Canada. I think it's not going to do much for soccer in Canada, to be honest. No, I know. I, I think it's just going to be the immigrants are going to go there and watch it. That's it. Like, it's remember not... when the Women's World Cup was here and it was like, I, yeah, okay. And it wasn't a big thing. And it wasn't a big deal. And, I, like, I felt so bad for these women. Like, they're Some so of them are good. playing good, man. Yeah, and they got they're... robbed at the Olympics. You know, they got robbed at the Olympics. Then we're going to have this tournament. And then... Like we say, Meaduzi the Gatch, like half a dozen cats show up. It's like depressed. It looks like a COVID spacing. Yeah. <laughs> There's a, one person there, one person the two meters away, you know, like, like but it's sad. It, 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 it's also sad to say this, but I think the World Cup will be more popular than the female World Cup, even though that some females, like I, the Canadian female team, are way better than the male team. Oh, yeah. I think it's because there's there's just more popularity for the individual players. I don't think it's a man woman. But uh, Mike, problem. like you say, even even if we host it here, it's not going to do nothing for the football. Like you say, it's going to be only immigrants. All, all the immigrants are going to be happy, and the real Canadians they're going to keep watching their hockey. It's pretty sad because football is such a good sport. There's I love hockey too. I love hockey, but. Football is such a good sport. They should get more into it. Well, you know, two of the cities they've chosen is basically immigrant territory, Montreal and Toronto. Yeah, so it's going to be full. I, I don't know why Edmonton, but, like, you know, I know Montreal and Toronto. I think because they had a big enough stadium. So oh, it's what, okay. Montreal, Toronto, Edmonton, but still, and they, uh, BC? They, they took Toronto BMO field, and the capacity is only 30K. And... Edmonton is bigger, but Ottawa basically has a field that can host that many people. And Ottawa is the capital. Yeah, you should have yeah, picked at least. Okay. I don't know if you guys have gone to that stadium, but like 
There's literally no parking for the football games or the hockey games. If there was a World Cup match in Ottawa, like, yeah, but they just like there'd be no room for anybody. No, like Toronto is already a big city, so they can handle it. And I think BMO they could probably build bigger. Well, there's they have room to big builder. It it, it's saying they're expending fifteen thousand for the tournament. Oh, nice. So they're adding fifteen thousand. That's good for us. If we plan the on bi- the biggest one is Montreal, the Olympic Stadium. That's yeah, that's gonna be the biggest one. Can't wait. It just sucks that like United States, they have so many. It's all basically football stadiums. No. <laughs> the, the stadium in Atlanta is crazy. A Mercedes uh, Stadium. Yeah, it, it it's sad because it's all football stadiums. It's, none of them are soccer. Related, yeah. Oh, and I don't know why. Well, probably because of the money, but I don't know why the states. Well, MLS, but still, like it's Canada just, should man. have more than just three cities. Dude, we have one Ottawa. tenth the population. That's the well, thing. The thing I is, know. like Canada's huge with but nobody small, in it. Yeah, it's small. And the population. states they have so many people, so like. That's why it is, and I we talk shit about Canada all the time, but it's like you have to understand. There's so much space. That's why we can't do these big projects. You know, like Ottawa has a hockey team. We have like a million people, and they're yeah, all we just cross a million. You know what I mean? Like you can go to like Toronto proper, and there's a million people just downtown. Yeah, you know, yeah. like Toronto could have five hockey teams if it wanted. <laughs> You know, the GTA could have five hockey teams yeah. if we have Ottawa Senators, you know. So, so no, it'll be fun. And it's the best opportunity for people in North America to, to go see yeah. the World Cup since 1994, you know. So, it'll be, it'll be super interesting. And it'll be interesting to watch what happens after. Like, we have the Canadian Premier League that started up. We've got MS, MLS that is expanding. Yeah, and they, getting better. Like, Ottawa just got their Atletico Ottawa. Is it? I think that's that's the name. Yeah. That's a new name. Yeah, they got bought by Atletico, and now it's Atletico Ottawa. And yeah, Montreal like FC. Team. Yeah, that's stupid. They changed their name. They should have kept Impact. Yeah, that was. I we raised up with Impact Montreal. No, yeah. I had no idea they changed the name. That's yeah. That's now it now it's Montreal FC. Basically, like every football, they team. said it's to to help the Canadian uh, football uh, organization just to like get to know like all oh, impact is not like a baseball or something else. It's soccer related or football related. I'm like, what the hell? Everybody knew yeah, in Montreal is Fuck, soccer man. related. Well, also, because Drogba when he went to Impact, that was a big thing for them, even though he's old. But and, and now Thierry Henry now, yeah. He's leaving, eh? That's oh, is he? really yeah, that's that's what I heard this morning. I'm pretty sure. Shit, I didn't hear that. that. Yeah, I'm pretty sad. And I'm pre- I, I think it's gonna be their uh, assistant head coach that's gonna take the position. Huh. I I was so happy for him to have a like a big uh, French superstar in here in uh, Montreal, but 
I heard this. I heard this 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 morning in the radio that he's leaving. I'm like, oh, that's pretty sad. Oh, I don't think it's a hundred percent confirmed, but he might go to Bournemouth. Wow, uh, I think Bournemouth is nice. a championship. Yeah, I think so. I'm not too sure. Yeah, they're in the championship. He, I thought he was going to help a little bit more the Canadian uh, football organization, but no. But, like, uh, Inter-Miami got uh, Phil Neville. I think Patrick Vieira, is he still in the MLS? He might have. He was there for a little bit. Maybe he's gone. So, it's a good stepping stone that North America has, you know. It has big level. European players yeah. coming there, but, you know, it's all Yeah, but it's not, just, it's not just that. They have infrastructure. Like, I'm a huge, going to be a huge nerd, but it's like, you know, you could play in Montreal or you can play in Penifiel in the middle of, I don't know where, in Portugal, you know, a <laughs> tiny field or, you know, Nacional in Madeira, like, or Santa Clara. Like, no offense to these teams, you know. I love watching Portuguese soccer, but you but can't compare it to... You can't compare it to playing even in Canada. You can't compare it to Toronto, Montreal. So much better. So these teams or these players and these coaches, they much rather go to the U.S., U.S., Canada, yeah. to do, to start their careers as coaches or whatever before going to other leagues. Yeah, they, they start like it's small. Rare, like who, like uh, Xavi... Yeah, the coach of Espanol, he was playing, he was working with the junior team at Real Madrid. Hmm. You know? Got to start somewhere. Sachavi, oh my God. I gotta, I'm going to look up his name because I don't want to make a mistake. I think it comes to money too. Here in uh, oh, NA, we don't have the, oh, yeah. the money where we'll spend more on football and baseball than on coaches and European superstars yeah, to help they're them. Starting, they're starting well, to go and it's building. Yeah, the MLS is it's getting big. It's Yeah, starting, yeah. It's been like two, three years. It's getting bigger and bigger. They just need to bring Ronaldo there. <laughs> uh, I think it's going to happen. Maybe in yeah. like a couple of years. What do you guys think of Toronto and Montreal if they were to leave the MLS to make the the Canadian Premier League bigger. I would like it. I think it won't change too much. It's I really think Canada should just be in the MLS. That's the only chance that can Canada can do good. Because their own Premier League is gonna be basically like a CFL. You know, yeah, you but look, the rules are the same though. <laughs> At least that the rules are yeah. the same. Yeah, you but just find like yeah, but there, I feel there's like... not enough teams in Canada to to make an own or a, a potential like good players or good teams. True, I feel though that the the thing is Canadians love watching their own people. Like, yeah, yeah, he's right like on that. Canadians uh, love junior hockey. Yeah, I never got into it, but people love watching. You know, someone they might know or someone they're related to play at a junior level and it would help so, the canadian uh, soccer 
Exactly. So I think people would go watch smaller teams like Montreal versus yeah. Yeah. yeah, like they like CPL did decent. Like I would much rather watch the Canadian Premier League, like Ottawa playing Montreal and Toronto, and, you know, twice Edmonton. a year than watch Kansas City or Inter Miami. That there's all this big money, and I'm never gonna go. I don't care about those other teams. Like soccer, there's there's emotion to it. Yeah, you have to actually care about the teams you're watching. Yeah, and I like, think why Canadian... is it that we don't watch like? Go ahead, man. And I think Canadians do like more their hockey than their soccer. So yeah, but like, why is it that we don't watch Belgian soccer? Because we wonder... don't have any relationship to Belgium. No, we will put we'll basically like drinking guys. beer. <laughs> Yeah, and we watch, but like we watch the Spanish, the British, or the yeah, English well, league and the Italian well, like, because they're high quality. Yeah, but I'm like not everybody. watching Syria all the time, you know. Oh, yeah, I'm watching more Premier League than La Liga or Syria or even Liga Nosh, but I still try to watch Liga Nosh because you know I grew up watching Mefica. Yeah, but. Even if all you watch are your Facebook feeds and you see that Befica lost the Boa Vista, <laughs> you're gonna be pissed. Yeah. Oh yeah. If big you time. have a, if you see like Club Bruges beat some other team in Belgium, you're gonna be like, I don't care. <laughs> I think in Canada the same thing. It's like Toronto's playing great. Who are they playing? Kansas. I don't give a shit about Kansas. Like true. Yeah, people mean- from Ottawa go to Toronto for hockey games. They would do that for soccer. So. I think it's interesting, and there's a whole financial part of it. I'm so. looking at the teams right now, and uh, they don't have a lot, but they still have uh, Atlantico Ottawa in it. Yeah, I think they were supposed to start this season, but the whole pandemic. Killed they don't them. have a Montreal or a Quebec one. That's pretty sad. What's I don't Pacific? Think Maybe Pacific FC? Oh, no, okay. British Columbia, never mind. Ford? What's Forge FC? No, Colombia has They have Vancouver. Yeah. No, uh, uh, Quebec. Oh, Quebec. Yeah. The Canadian Canadian Premier League, not the MLS. Right. I totally forgot Vancouver Whitecaps, you know? Yeah. Vancouver should also be. If we got those three teams. But the thing about MLS is they have like the star player thing where they, doesn't matter how much you pay them, you can have a couple players that are like amazing. You know? I would like it. And now you, you know, say it, man. I'm like, I, I understand MLS is like the big NA uh, soccer league, but I'm, I'm kind of into the new Canadian Premier League and growing the Canadian uh, soccer bigger and bigger. Yeah, because in Europe, it works. Like, there are people that go watch third division Portuguese soccer, which is like watching your uncles play, <laughs> <laughs> you know, in your backyard, you know, and the people go because it's community it's not just a sport. Oh, it's you a know, passion. Like, every, every... It's a different thing. Mm. You, you can't compare the love of football to Europeans to the NA. Was... Maybe one day, but no, you're right on that. Maybe it's because our parents, we're, we're all Portuguese, so maybe that's why we're really into so- football. So oh, that's for sure. That's if, if our parents are. If our families were Canadians, pure Canadians, none 
non-immigrants, we'd be hooked on hockey all day, not on football. And but like like you say, like there's so many immigrants in Canada. Like, I think there's a potential, especially in Toronto, Montreal. There's full of immigrants. Uh, there are a lot of them, and it's growing, growing. A lot of them are watching Premier League. Would be nice to watch a couple of uh, Canadian Premier League. But I can't. I can't tell you this though. Like, I remember when I was in high school. Uh, my school had a lot of Italians and I was studying music. So I never bothered with soccer, but I would work summer camps and I would do soccer and stuff. And there would be these other people I'm working with that play competitive soccer and they were ass. They could not play soccer at all. They had no concept of strategy, formation, He's defending. Right. I Man, I nutmeg so many people and I was like super out of shape anyways. All I was doing was practicing after <laughs> school and I was like amazing. And people would be like, oh man, you should join your team. Where did you learn how to play? I learned how to play playing with my dad in my backyard because my dad didn't want me to do soccer because he couldn't afford it. So he would train me Story of my life. so hard to turn me off soccer. It's like a weird twisted mind no, game. But it was like right. I was better than them. Because uh, all these, you know, we call them manja cakes, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> trying to do soccer. But you think about it now, I actually saw a show told it was talking about the story. Canada won a gold medal for soccer. I think it was in 1932 St. Louis Olympics. Whoa. Oh, shit. Because it was that. all English, right? It was all English people yeah. that knew football and brought it to Canada. But that whole British tradition is so far removed to where we are now that Canadians, we say white people, don't really know how to do it. Only play uh, hockey. It's, it's a it. weird dynamic. I think you're right. You, you just spotted on, Dave. Um, the quality is not the same. Like I went to see one of my uh, cousins play 3A Ottawa. And I was like, that's the level of 3A. I, I'm, I'm not saying I could play that, but I'm like, you guys like played like practice all year long and that's the result. And I feel that's not the same in the Europe. At that age, there will be already like superstars. The, the potential of the quality here in soccer is not the, not the best, to be honest. It's pretty sad. It would be, would be nice if we keep on getting good coaches from the Europe side. But no, we don't have the... I went to see a Ottawa FC. Same thing. It's not It's not super fun to watch. They. It's It's kind of boring. And I love football. They have you no guys... technique. They have no technique. It's just kick the ball, kick the ball. It's like watching ping pong. But it's on a soccer field. Because there's no technique and they don't learn technique and defending like i started as a goalie because i went to a school that i didn't know anybody and i was got picked last but i was the best goalie so i started getting picked first because i like asked my dad to teach me how to be a goalie and when he was in high school it was all immigrants that were in the soccer teams shout out to saint ray high school (laughs) like it was all italian greek portuguese guys in ottawa that were playing at high school level which are yeah. probably better than where people are now in high school. Yeah. So it starts at a community level. It's like hockey. Kids get into hockey at like six. Yeah. Parent, it, parents it, know about hockey. And it's all Canadians. It, you yeah. rarely see immigrants. Yeah, you're it's right. It's like most things. Like 
if a parent knows music and their kid wants to learn music, they have a way better chance of getting a career. It's the same in sports. If yeah. your parent was a professional athlete. Oh, you're going to be a professional athlete too. You got a leg up, man. You were born with that legacy, basically. It's, you're kind of right because like i'm always thinking if one day i have a kid i'm like you're gonna be a liverpool fan for sure <laughs> you're gonna like no matter what you you have to to cheer for liverpool because i it's in your blood same thing for portugal it's in your blood you, you your dad is, is a big fan so you have to be a big fan maybe maybe the next generation actually because of us maybe it's gonna get bigger onto football if all, if all of our kids are going to be following the the fathers like uh, us maybe yeah. it's going to be grow better and better i know a lot of people in the portuguese community they're starting to have kids so now they're the ones doing the soccer coaching and they're like okay we're doing the portuguese way not the white version of everyone <laughs> no there you go i like to hear if that you, if you suck if you suck you suck go home you're not spending a hundred dollars for me to babysit your kid They're yeah. here to learn soccer. It's not daycare, you know? So, like, I, man, shout out to those kids of Portuguese parents that now have kids and are training their kids to, like, actually do well in sports, man. Like, those are the people that need to be out there. I'm pretty sure we're going to see more of uh, uh, Davis, that Bayern player. We're going to see oh. more and more of uh, Canadian players like that. Man, I hope, I hope. Refugee come to Canada. Yeah. Again, oh, yeah, that's a story. Wow. He, he, he's, yeah. like, he's not a real Canadian. He's an immigrant. So <laughs> yeah. there's no big real Canadian born. No. Fuck. No. Like James McDonald or <laughs> John Smith. <laughs> the no Brian Adams. <laughs> yeah. All right. So that's going to wrap the first episode of talking sports i am pretty grateful that you guys took time to be in my podcast so oh, thanks to you mike i hope we're gonna see us again at the pretty soon the oh yeah we're gonna do another episode about that Let, let's see if uh, all of our uh, calls to the champions league are was good calls i still say Bayarn gonna be up there. We'll see. We'll see. But thanks again, Mike, for the invite. I love you know me. I love talking football. We always talk about football and at work. So I thanks for the invite. Yeah, we work with all Portuguese guys, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah, thanks, buddy. This was super fun. So if you enjoyed this podcast, make sure to hit that follow button. It helps. Also, I am now available at Apple podcast well itunes podcast and google podcasts and i have twitter brain crash podcast you can ask me anything in there and even propose ideas for next shows thank you and have a good night beautiful people